Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just got back from Washington, D.C. I had an amazing time. I was getting an award for being a small business advocate. And so while I was in the nation's capital, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go and hang out with um, all of our representatives and senators in our D.C. delegation, and I can just let them tell me how awesome I am because I like that kind of stuff, right? A little pat on the back. You know, who doesn't love a pat on the back? Um, And then I'm going to come back home feeling real good about me. And so um, when I went to make the appointments, um, I remember Andrew Craig's uh, legislative assistant saying, well, Shaletta, what's your ask? And I was like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be asking for something or didn't know I was supposed to need anything. I just, you know, wanted to use a rah-rah session. We were just going, oh, rah-rah about how great Shaletta is. And so I said, hey, my kids are crying. I'm going to call you back. I was lying. My kids weren't crying. But I knew I needed to call somebody uh, who was well-versed in, in politics and, you know, somebody who could help me. Uh, do a better job of strategizing what my ask would be, whether it would be for my company or something else. And, and so I called my friend Eric Escola and I said, hey, Andrew Craig's people want to know what my ask is. And he was like, well, you're a small business owner. Go up there um, and talk to them and give your small business friends access to them. Ask them what they need and share those concerns with the legislators because they may never get an opportunity to go to D.C., right? Most of them are solopreneurs. Who's got time to go to D.C. to talk to a legislator? Folks trying to keep their doors open. If you're really an advocate, sounds like something you should do. I was like, yes, that is exactly it. So we had our letter-writing campaign. A hundred or so business owners came to St. Paul a couple of weekends ago, and, and we wrote letters, and uh, I, I got those letters and, and made copies and got them to all of our representatives. And so when I got to Ilhan Omar's office, before I gave her those letters, I needed her to know how much I appreciated her. Um, so this is not something you can legislate. This is not a law you can pass. This is not a bill you can sign. It's not an initiative. But her, being the person that she is, doing the work she does, um, gives me permission to be bold to be brave, to make good trouble. And I don't really understand 
um, I don't really know if she understands it, but she created a movement where black and brown women are looking at her um, as one of our leaders. And she's not just walking the walk, she's talking the talk. And I needed her to know how much we appreciate her being so open and out front and the sacrifices that she makes to share her journey with us. And so in addition to meeting her in D.C., she is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Representative Ilhan, girl, I just I had to tell you that. I'm sorry. I know I was supposed to be there dropping these letters off, but I just needed to let you know you created a movement so that me and Tamika and Devana and, you know, Marsha and so many other women of color who are in business, who are in positions of leadership can, you know, follow the trail that you blazed. Oh, that that's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, we I always say it's not like that, you know, many of us who are firsts, who are trailblazers run to be that. Um, but it is a wonderful opportunity not just to get yourself elected, but to open the door, right, for so many people to be able to see themselves in you and think to themselves, if Ilhan can do it, I can do, you know, whatever. And in your case and in so many it's it's inspiring them to, to lean in and to step into their power um, and be, you know, just really amazing heroes in their own regards. But this is the thing. You could just do your work and not worry about us. You could just do you and say, you know, I'm here to legislate. I'm not going to be your hero. I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to keep my head low. But, you know, when we open up our magazines and when we see our stories um, that you're telling, we see ourselves, and, and it, it just it fuels the fire within us to do more, to be more, to get out there and make our voices heard. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's what representative democracy is supposed to be, right? We are supposed to have this sort of multiracial, multigenerational kind of representation where everybody feels that they are seen and heard. And I remember, you know, my grandfather saying to me in a representative democracy, those who seek to represent should have an understanding and fluency in the people that they serve so that they can be an adequate advocate for them. And, you know, it's been an incredible journey to be able to to bring light to so many um stories of struggle uh, and help people, you know, find their own path of advocating for themselves and reaching their dreams. And, you know, it's you're doing that, you're doing it out front, but you're also behind the scenes doing all the work. You know, when I was in D.C., I was doing my research, I was doing my homework, and I'm like, well, what are these legislators working on? And this uh, Brittany Clardy bill where you're at the forefront of a bill addressing the crisis of missing and murdered black women and girls. Um, You and I both know that when black women come up missing and we call the police, they're like, oh, well, she's probably just a runaway. The investigations are not looked into. Uh, We've seen time and time again when white women come up missing, you know, the world stops and it's on CNN and it's everywhere. And and black people have to raise their hand and say, well, what about this girl that's missing? What about that woman that's missing? And and that keeps happening in our society. But you have this Brittany Clardy bill that you're working on. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, that that has been a lot of our work, whether it is talking about the maternal um, mortality crisis where black women uh, are four times more likely to die in just giving birth than our counterparts uh, that are white, or whether it is advocating for the PUSH Act to try to make sure, you know, black girls who are disproportionately suspended and kicked out of school um, 
you know, more than their counterparts or whether it is the Clown Act, which Minnesota passed in trying to make sure we're not discriminated for showing up in the way in which God created us and wearing our crowns and however we want to wear it, or now addressing the crisis of mis- the missing and murdered black women and girls. It's an issue that has been flying under the radar for too long. You know, the bill takes a page from the Minnesota, from Minnesota's playbook where similar initiative um, has shown promise. It's about learning from that work. Um, we named it after Brittany uh, Clark B., um, a Minnesotan whose tragic story should never be forgotten. Her family took quick action when she went missing, even though the police initially brushed them off. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder of why we need this bill. The core of the bill is to set up an office for the missing and murdered black women and girls within the Department of Justice. This office is going to be a big player in tackling disparities in violence. It is going to drive, is going to dive into research, gather data about missing and murdered black women and girls and come up with smart policy ideas. They are not going to stop at just the data. They're also going to develop best practices too Think of it as a roadmap of how law enforcement and communities can better respond to these crimes. This bill is going to be a real game changer, pushing us toward justice awareness and protection for black women and girls who face challenges for far too long. I am incredibly excited to introduce it on the 19th um, and give it a platform to the African-American Leadership Conference that the Black Caucus is putting on next week here in D.C., and we're going to have a lot of incredible Minnesotans, women who have been leading, you know, researchers, um, professors, uh, victims, uh, so many people who have been in the forefront, and we're going to give them a platform uh, and make sure that this issue is one that people understand, one that people start to care about, and one that we don't have to deal with for too long. I know that one of the things you care about is food insecurity. And uh, you were recently here in the Twin Cities, and you went to Southern Anoka Community Assistant Food Shelf, and you celebrated uh, the $1 million in funding that you've been able to give this community. Talk to me about how you are helping to address the, the food insecurity here in Minnesota in Southern Anoka County. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for asking about that. Most people don't ever, like, want to talk about this. Girl, you know, I be doing my homework, girl. Out. Yes, ma'am. I, girl, look. I was like, what's she up to? What's she been doing? And that's the thing. The reason I'm asking you about that today is because nobody's talking about it. When I got ready to do the right. research on that, I Googled it. Not one story. I'm like, how do you bring a million dollars into a food shelf in southern Anoka County? And that is not in the paper. That is not making the news. That is not being talked about. Yeah, girl, most people don't even remember I represent (laughs) that that, that part um, of the district. Um, But, but you know, food issues have been really important to me. Uh, You know, most people don't know. That before I got into government, I used to be a nutrition educator with the University of Minnesota's Extension Department. And I'm also someone who's experienced hunger in ways that are unimaginable to normal people here in in this country. Uh, And so we fight for universal school meals, which Minnesota just passed. We fight the 
try to deliver what we do, our community project funding, which is a direct appropriation to community projects that we look for, um, you know, to, to fund organizations like SACA that provide resources to communities like Hilltop and Columbia Heights and Fritley mm-hmm. and St. Anthony, which I represent. Um, but we also, you know, provide, provided money to Shiloh um, in North Minneapolis for the food program that they have. We partner with so many food organizations to try to make sure that the gap that exists um, is, is filled. And, you know, these agencies that are doing politically important work are getting the attention of the federal government and that their representative is delivering actual dollars so that they can continue to serve the community. Now, I have to tell you, I appreciate all the swift action that you take. Um, I came to your office this week on um, Tuesday, and uh, we met and chatted, and I dropped off a box of letters for Minnesota small black business owners. Some of them are in your district. Some of them are not. And and you took the time to read them. Um, I understand that your office has already started responding uh, it hasn't even been, yeah, we've, we've you know, three days. To, we've, we, yeah, we've responded to every single letter that you dropped off and look forward to connecting them with resources and trying to make sure um, that the issues that they raised is is addressed. You know, taking care of our small businesses is a, another priority of mine. When I chatted a little bit that when, you know, um, it was uh, Black Business Month, um, we sat down with the small business owners, especially black women, small business owners to um, uh, some, some friends in in North Minneapolis, um, like Kenya McKnight and others who were willing to, to, to share their vulnerabilities, the opportunities that exist and the successes that they, they are having as well as some, some of the challenges. Um, You know, we provided, uh, resources to Neon to create uh, a, a kitchen for food entrepreneurs. And that came out of conversations that we had in, in previous years in trying to understand some of the challenges that they were having in securing um, funds. And, you know, it's, when it was Small Business Month, we also had the second gentleman uh, come in and we toured with him in around some small businesses in, in the district. Um, what you are doing and advocating for them, sharing their stories is so vital, vital. And I know that uh, Representative Dean Phillips um, was sharing with you how he might utilize the small uh, business uh, committee that he's on in trying to um, have some hearings. And maybe we can do field hearings. I look forward to connecting with him to try to see if we can do a field hearing in Minnesota to directly have them in front of us and other colleagues to share some of their challenges and the opportunities that they have and how we can further assist them. I would love to moderate and be a part of that. Y'all be sure to call me and use me as a resource. Um, I am here for you like you are here for these small business owners. Representative Ilhan Omar, thank you so much for being kind enough to allow me to spend some time with you on Tuesday when I was in Washington, D.C., and thank you for being on The Shaletta Show. Thank you, sis, and thank you for always sharing, um, you know, the the, 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 the good gospel uh, of the community. Really, really do appreciate you. 
All right. You have an amazing weekend. Thank you for the time. You too. All right. And you all stick around. We've got more to come. It is 228. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. I am so glad to have Chantel Dream Booker in the studio. Dream in Color Healings uh, is her company. She was one of the many small business owners who joined me uh, last Saturday when we wrote letters to Congress. And I dropped those letters off on Tuesday to Ilhan Omar, Tina Smith, Dean Phillips, Angie Craig, and Betty McCollum. Uh, And you have already gotten calls and responses from our D.C. legislators. So I had to have you join me in the studio. First of all, thank you for coming to the event. I just appreciate you sharing your story and stepping out on faith and saying, you know what, somebody got something for me and I want it. And as a small business owner, if we don't do that, we are not going to make it. I just want to just thank you for inviting me. Um, I was surprised when I got the call. I was in a meeting and I came down like, whose number is this? (laughs) 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 But I was just um, just grateful to just come. You know, yeah. uh, you very much inspired me. Um, the first initiative that you had with the workshop, yeah. And so, um, just following you and just following your story and seeing all that you've done for small business owners, I, I didn't have no other choice but to come. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you came. Now, what when we were writing those letters? I know I don't know about you, but I've never written a letter to like a congressperson or a senator or a mayor or a city council, school board. I've just never taken the time to do anything like that. Had you ever done that before? No. I haven't. And matter of fact, I don't even like asking people for stuff. So, <laughs> so I mean, that was just stepping out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. altogether. Yeah. Now, what was in your letter when you sat down, took the time to write it? Because, you know, the one thing that I appreciated, too, is when we had this letter writing event at Flavor Cafe last Saturday, um, I knew I couldn't tell y'all what to put in them because I didn't know myself. So mm-hmm. Carrie Dietzik and Judy Seberger and women from the League of Women Voters, they all came to help us kind of put it together to make sure that it sounded well, that it wasn't too long, but it wasn't too short and to frame what our ask was. So after we got that really good information from them, what did you decide to put in your letter? Um, I just started to, to really speak from my heart and just to be honest, uh, my my business is a yoga business mm-hmm. where I focus on restorative yoga for adults and children. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of explained what I do. Um, and then my ask was to um, just get help. I've, you know, I've written a lot of, uh, well, I've applied for a lot of different grants within the city, but I haven't got accepted for any. So I told told my story about that. Mm-hmm. Um, my ask was for a multi, multi-use property. Um, and I was just, you know, just kind of very direct, though, you know, what I needed, a multi, multi-use property, um, some capital to actually um, pay healing, yeah. you know, community healers what they're worth. And just being able to, you know, marketing resources so I can get, you know, what I do out there. Yeah. Because um, what I've been finding just as a community healer myself is that a lot of people don't really see the value in it mm-hmm. as of right now. Yeah. Because this is new. Yeah. It's something that we've never seen before. And with everything that we've gone through, George Floyd, mm-hmm. COVID, uh, Dante Wright, you know, our city burned down for three days. Yeah. Um, you know, the things that our kids are dealing with, to have a community healer and and use, you know, your gifts and talents as a yoga instructor and everything that you have available 
with your business is new. And and that marketing piece, that talking about it piece, that getting the word out piece is so important. But it can be expensive. And so I'm glad you asked for that. Okay, so we got to take a quick commercial break. I got to do the weather. But when we come back, we're going to be talking more with Miss Chantel. This Tuesday, I was in Washington, D.C., dropping off letters from Minnesota's black small business owners. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Asking our congressional leaders for help, whether that was financial capital, social capital, political capital, just a little bit of assistance uh, may be the thing that we need to help us get over the hump. When I started my business three years ago, I did not really understand the barriers in place, the systemic and structural barriers that kept black female entrepreneurs from having access to funding, bank loans, credit cards, just the simplest things that you need uh, to go from surviving to thriving are not available. And so whenever I see black women-owned businesses um, out there doing their thing, I try to help as much as I can. And so last Saturday, I had a letter writing event for black business owners, and we were trying to reach out to our congressional leaders, and, and we came together. And, and one of those people who was at Flavor Cafe is Chantel Dream Booker. She is the owner of Dream in Color Healing. You can find that at dreamincolorhealing.com. She's a yoga instructor. She does community healing. Uh, and, you know, we've been through a lot, tragedy, uh, turmoil, unrest. At some point, we got to unwind and get that knot out of our bag. And you know what? A massage ain't going to always do it. Praying ain't going to always do it. We need some community healers like Chantel who can help us get that done. And I'm so glad you're joining me. I'm so glad you came to the letter writing event. And I'm so glad that you have already started hearing back from those legislators. How surprised were you? Because it seemed like I walked out the door and they started calling people. I was like, yeah, people say, I just heard from these, really? I just heard from Ilhan Farid. I just, I was like, I just, I just walked out. It was like they immediately started calling 
all the business owners whose letters I dropped off in D.C. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I felt like I had just seen that you just landed or something. It seemed <laughs> like you was just you just there. It was two seconds. And then two minutes later, I got a, I got an email from Ilhan. And I could tell that like she read it because it was personal to me. It talked about things that was in my letter. So I was definitely surprised. And Ilhan just kind of just took him back like, okay. Uh, and ex- I don't know. I just is this. A, I can't even explain explain the feeling. Like you know, I, I I know it probably feels like validation. Like you know, and that's the thing. It's like thank you. Somebody sees me. Thank you. Somebody understands. Thank you. Somebody cares. Yeah, like it. It does feel. I mean, I'm just meeting you and just coming to these events. I've been a blessing. Like I mm. feel like things have just been like aligning and so fast that it's kind of scary. Good. And see, that's the thing about us. It's com. We move fast. Like, I just got a new assistant, and she's like, I can't. Josh is laughing because I be dragging Josh to uh, my producer here at CCO. Like, my little assistant, Jen, she's like, okay. And so what? And what? And what? I'm like, girl, we move fast around here because we don't, when the spirit is moving, we moving. Yeah. We don't wait. We get, we get it moving. And so I'm just glad that you are, like, saying, you know what? I'm going to do it afraid. I'm going to do it on faith. I'm stepping out. And so for those folks who are out there, um, who are listening in and they want to know more about your company. Chantel, tell them about your business. So Dreaming Color Healing is a restorative business um, that provides um, healing spaces for adults and children. Um, right now I don't have like a set brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of my community stuff out of uh, the Jimmy Lee Rec Center. Okay, um, yeah. And I also um, I just started working with um, toddlers at a daycare um, Miracle Grow Yeah, Academy. okay. And then um, I also provide yoga at, at Hamlin for those students there. So any Hamlin students uh, Monday nights, uh, yoga at 7 o'clock in the field house. Um, and it's free to the students, you know, just come in. I do candlelight yoga. Um, I was just really excited that they asked me to come back this semester um, to just help those students. I, you know, was a college student at one point, yeah. and I know, you know, the stress that it, you mm-hmm. know, that you go through. So that was really was my thing is just be who I needed. And so, you know, I try to provide those spaces for people, and I tell people all the time, healers need healing. Yeah, um, yeah. This is I just. Yoga just kind of just helped me within my own healing. So I'm healing myself by also helping others heal. Okay. Now, um, there are some organizations or some folks out there who are saying, you know what, we should have her come in on Tuesdays. You know, we should have her come in on Saturday mornings. We should have her come in and do sessions with us and our team. Um, And it's also an opportunity to bond, whether it is a school or it is a company or even maybe a family. You know, that that you come in and you provide um, your area of expertise, which is yoga, which is healing, um, which is getting us centered and grounded and at peace with our bodies and our lives. How can they reach you? Well, they can reach me by going to my website, which is dreamincolorhealing.com. I'm also on Instagram, um, which is the same, Dream and Color Healing. Um, You can email me at info at dreamincolorhealing.com. Um, Facebook as well, Dream and Color Healing. So, yep. You we, got the lock on Dream and <laughs> yes, Color Healing. Now, yes. where did that name come from? I love that. Um, it kind of, so it came from like my, my Facebook name, the Dream in the Middle, because my middle name is not really Dream. 
Um, it just kind of when Facebook started, you can know you could put all different types of names. And yeah, stuff in there. yeah. And then I wasn't able to change it, so it just kind of stuck. And um, just since you know I was in grade school, I've always been interested in dreams, mm-hmm. where I used to kind of like study them and mm-hmm. you know all the meaning behind it. So um, when I thought about dreaming in color, sometimes you do, and then if you even dream in color, you bring that that whatever it is that you want to reality. So every day that you wake up, you whatever it is that you imagine and you manifest, you can do it. So mm. that's kind of where I just came with Dream and Color. And you have manifested your own business? Yes, ma'am. You have manifested <laughs> this ministry that you have? And that's what I was telling these legislators. I said, you know, every business owner, and I was especially thinking about you, um, you are not just... Um, you know, opening up a business because you want to make a million dollars. That's that's great. But you're also helping the community to heal. So behind your business is a mission. And that's why um, I want people to support you. That's why I'm going to support you. This is what I'm going to do. Now, you surprise mama. Her mom's here. Give give your mom a shout out. Hey, mom. All right. What's mama's name? Her <laughs> mom- co-workers might be there. She's talking about, hey, mom. Hey, mom. My give mom's mama's name, name is Charlene Taylor. Okay. And then my sister is also with me, Kanisha Taylor. All right. What what side of town mama living on? I want to make sure her neighbor's uh, here. My mom lives in Egan. Both okay. of them live in Egan. Okay, Egan. All right. Egan's in the house. Egan's in the house. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a free one-hour marketing consult. Thank you. And we're going to sit down, and I'm going to take you to lunch, and I'm going to help you get a strategy and a plan to market your business so that every TV station in town, every school, and every business is thinking about you, thinking about your company and putting you first on the list to call. Don't you start no crying in here. <laughs> Don't you start. This is your letter makes me laugh. This is not All your right. letter makes it's me cry. Tears. Happy tears. Your letter makes me <laughs> laugh. Not your letter makes me cry. But I want to see you succeed. I want to see you blessed. I want to see you in a position next year where you can buy five billboards for five black women like I did last month for Black yeah. Business Month. That's what I want for you. I want you to feed your family and the family. You know what? We're going to just go. to. I'm not even looking at her. I'm not. She oh she done she she crying so hard y'all she done pulled out Josh I gotta take the picture done pulled out <laughs> some tissue hold on she is hooping and hollering and crying I know your mama ain't over there crying too mama you be, she done put her head down she crying you you they're gonna make me change the name of my company it's supposed to be called Shaletta makes me laugh <laughs> not Shaletta makes me cry well I love you I'm so proud of you and just keep doing the good work and we're gonna. Go to lunch soon so I can get you that marketing strategy, okay? All right, thank you. All right. Oh, J- Josh then came in late with the claps. J- <laughs> J- you know what? Just go to commercial. We'll talk to Steve. <laughs> Me and this guy used to be together every Saturday. And, you know, technology happened, COVID happened, and now he's at the home studio. Steve Thompson, you are coming up next. You're going to be on the air until 530. And then at 6, what is it, 610 is the first pitch? Right, pregame lineup card, 5.30 today. All right, now who are we playing, Chicago? Yeah, the lowly White Sox. Here's a team that two years ago, Shaletta, was favored to win the division. Uh, ultimately, Cleveland won the division. Uh-huh. Uh, Twins led a year ago for much of the year and then kind of fell apart in the final two months of the season. And, and Chicago was still considered to be a potential division contender this year, and they have just fallen apart. So they're in full rebuild mode, and the Twins have been able to take advantage. So 
They are closing in on that division crown. It's kind of exciting. I know, and we need some excitement because everybody's upset about the Vikings being well, yeah. 0-2 already. What has happened, Steve? There was so much promise last year. We, last year we were talking about Super Bowl. Well, here's the thing. A year ago, the Vikings won every conceivable game, game and they were, and they were super, super close, close in every in one every- of those games. And they found a way to win every one of them. It was extraordinary what happened. It was. But ultimately, they got into the playoffs and played a very average Giants team and got blown out at home by the Giants. I, I just don't think this Viking team is very good. They're 0-2. Oh, oh, and, oh, it came out your mouth. You're not going to just pass me up on that. You Well, you got to tell me why you don't think they're that good. Well, because a year ago they won the division and there was a lot of optimism, but in reality it was smoke and mirrors. <gasps> you know, they, they they were very fortunate to win a handful of games a year ago, and that put them into the postseason. Like I said, they got blown out by a very average Giants team at home in the playoffs a year ago, and I, I don't think they added a lot of talent from a year ago, and... Everyone says, well, they should have beat Tampa Bay. But the bottom line is they didn't. They, they got beat by Tampa Bay at home. And then, oh, they made it close. They had a chance in the second half to win in Philly. But they didn't. And they're 0-2. And it is a very bottom line business. And I know they have Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. And they have some other good players. They just don't have enough good players. And I think it's going to be a long year for the Vikings. Okay, they is have, it is it is it is it talent? Is it coaching? Is it a combination of the two? Is it schedule? It, what is it? In the NFL, it's it's probably 70% talent and 30% coaching. I just don't think they have enough players. I think Kevin O'Connell's a pretty good coach. Kirk Cousins is a good player. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. Um, TJ Hawkinson is an outstanding tight end. I don't think he's the best tight end in football. Mm -hmm. That's Travis Kelsey. Um, you've got Daniel Hunter. You've, you've got some good players, but, but you need a lot of good players to be a Super Bowl contender. And I don't think the Vikings are in that category. So Kevin O'Connell, a good young coach, Brian Flores, a defensive coordinator is very well thought of. I, I just think every year Viking fans tend to fall into this trap or this is a year we're going to win the division. Mm-hmm. We're going to get in a deep run. Every time. And I just don't see it. Okay. Just so don't see what it. needs to happen, like immediately? If you were you were holding the, 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 the pocket strings and you could make one move, one change immediately that you think would, you know, make a difference right now. Well, I, I don't think there is because you need 11 guys on both sides of the football. I think they have O-line problems, and that, that's been a reoccurring theme with this team. I think the O-line overachieved a year ago, but this year the offensive line is nicked up, and I think they've struggled. Uh, they, they've turned the ball over a lot, and I don't think they have enough playmakers on defense. Once again, Harrison Smith, wonderful player. you got uh, Daniel Hunter, who's terrific. They, they just don't have enough of those guys. So I, I don't think there is one fix. But it, you did ask one thing. One thing. Stop turning the ball over. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Stop turning the ball over. <laughs> and, and maybe they're one and one. Um, and maybe if they played two clean games, 
Uh, maybe they're two and zero. I just don't think this team, as it's structured, is a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Um, you it, just broke I don't our see hearts. It. You just no. You just broke our hearts. Um, well, just ju- just trying to be honest. Uh, you know, sometimes lie to me. <laughs> I need somebody to lie. I need somebody to not tell me the truth. Okay. Well, if well there I are people choice. that. There are people that will do that, but Shaletta, I'm not one. You are not one of them. I'm not one of them. Man, I thought about you when I was in D.C. and I was going down those halls in Congress dropping off those letters from small business owners. I said, I know Steve Thompson's proud of me. I know him and Michelle are clapping and praying. I just appreciate your support all these years, I tell you. I I, I can't believe. Well, I I can believe because you actually go out and do it. But uh, what, what you've done and what you continue to do is extraordinary. I love you, brother. He's coming up next as Steve Thompson. We'll see y'all next weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.